Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Hey, boys and girls and all you saints out there. Time to put away those hurricanes, throw out that bottle of absinthe. We're back from New Orleans, bitches. Welcome to the newly awarded winning podcast we lovingly call the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. This week, we sum up our travels from last week, including SourceCon and TA Tech. Slack is literally killing email, and you'll never guess how Chad came home with more beads than me after a night on Bourbon Street. Woo! Jambalaya, etouffee, and gumbo breath is coming at you after this quick word from Sovereign. Hide your kids. Woo! Lock the doors. You're listening to... Wrong, Ed. Sorry. Here we go. Sovereign is known for providing the world's best and most accurate parsing products. And now, based on that technology comes Sovereign's artificial intelligence matching and scoring software. In fractions of a second, receive match results that provide candidates scored by fit to job, and just as importantly, the job's fit to the candidate. Make faster and better placements. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. <laughs> uh, I think you got to keep that faux pas in the uh, in the final edit. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> Whoopsie! Whoopsie! We got you know. Let's make you know. Keeping those bloopers in the show, I think, gives it that these idiots are real stupid appeal that our meathead listeners yeah, I love. I don't think we need more of that. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I'm going to get the shout outs real quick. Mm-hmm. So John Bell, CEO of Rethink Data, uh, got to give him a shout out for calling us, you, you and I, the Chad and Cheese, um, the Kardashians of the industry. No talent, but a ton of attention. Yeah, that, that's funny, John. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear him. There's a Resi Award in my ear. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. By the way, he's no he's no relation to Le'Veon Bell, is he? Uh, I don't think so. If so, they would be uh, shopping his ass around, much like they are Le'Veon. Um, that's a really specific shout out for a really general week. Um, I'm going to give a shout out, obviously, to uh, Peter and Repeat Weddle yes. uh, from the TA Tech Show. Mm-hmm. Again, another bang up, crushing it job by those guys. Had a great time in New Orleans. Um, you know, these guys continue to do it right uh, and deserve a shout out as my number one. Oh, yeah. No question. Uh, thanks to Alon from TMP. He referred a great restaurant. I appreciate that because one thing we don't talk about on this pod enough is food. And one of the best places to get food in this great nation is New Orleans. So thanks a lot. We really appreciate that. And my wife, thanks you as well. I can't uh, agree more. And um, for those, for those out there that know my wife, um, she actually hates seafood. Um, And it's, it's a burden on our marriage (laughs) uh, for sure. But uh, when I go, when I go on the road without her uh, in New Orleans, especially 
I'm eating seafood. So oh, yeah. uh, ate out with you a few times, and I'm sure you noticed uh, it definitely swam what went into my belly. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, also, shout out to Next, Tauru, Alio, Canvas, Talk Push, Job at X, and Uncommon for making me their billboard all week. Um, wore their swag. Whether I was traveling, I was on site, didn't matter. Uh, repping all the people who are a part of either Chad and Cheese or even the death match. So, yeah, the big shout out to all you guys. Shout out to our sponsors is basically what you're saying. Yeah. And I will second that. Uh, love our sponsors. Uh, we see them out frequently. Mm-hmm. They feed us. They give us alcohol. <laughs> Um, they give us inside scoop. Like it's always great to see them. Uh, so I will second that shout out as well. Shout out, uh, to the city of Atlanta and the source con conference for me. Um, I was there, uh, Monday and part of Tuesday of last week before I went to new Orleans, um, source con, if you've never been awesome show, uh, it's the freaks and geeks capital of recruiting. <laughs> um, you know, the, the people who were just total wackos 10 years ago wow. are now sort of running the whole recruiting department. That's crazy. Uh, in terms of sourcing folks. Yeah. So, you know, you know the names, Jim Shroud, uh, Steve Levy, um, I could go on, but, you know, that's a great show. It continues to grow. Also, a hint for uh, ERE, which is coming in October uh, in Orlando. Um, sounds like they've gotten a, they've had as many, they've had more signups. They haven't had as many signups. Uh, on this show since 2008. So it's 10 years in the making that they're, they finally matched the height of the show in 08. And if you remember ERE in 08, you knew it was a, a must-see show. So yep. really happy for that team out there um, and big, big shout out to them. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So I'm going to go back to the alcohol references. So yeah. uh, not not a uh, member, but uh, or not a not a sponsor, but uh, they know how to get shout outs. Uh, Michael Odell from Nuevo, I think, or Nuevo or whatever for the Jack Daniels whiskey. Yeah, for, for the Jack Daniels whiskey that uh, I found uh, in my mailbox when I got back from New Orleans. To uh, shout out to Pia and Max from Talk Push, who actually flew to New Orleans with Mezcal for <laughs> you and I. We have our own bottles. Yeah, I've never had Mezcal. So if anyone has cocktail tips or do you just drink this thing straight on the rocks? I don't know. So send us our send us your Mezcal cocktail drinking uh, advice to a uh, hashtag Chad cheese or hit us up at chadcheese.com. Um, I'm, I'm always impressed about how you're legally technically not allowed to send liquids through the mail, but our sponsors do it anyway. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, you see Kyle from Hierology is smart about that because he always buys us beer at the conference. So whenever we're getting ready to do a show, um, generally Kyle will show up with beer. So big, uh, big ups yeah, to Kyle. Yeah, and let's keep with, uh, the TA tech references, uh, for deathmatch, which we'll, we'll, sh- we'll, take on here a little bit uh Uh how great was bloody mary's and mimosas during and before the death match the morning of like i thought that was just oh yeah total ups on that total props total shout out on that call it was perfect it set the stage for what death match is supposed to be chilled out a good time had by all and all the contestants canvas alio talk push and uncommon 
did an amazing job on stage, and we're gonna we're gonna put those out later this week. Totally agree. Uh, next next death match, we should make uh, downing cocktails before the presentations a mandatory thing, <laughs> and make it like five percent of your grade is gonna be how you handle uh, the liquor before before the show. But that was that was a great time. Exactly. I don't know. You took all my alcohol uh, shout outs. I, I might. Be- you can do that. You can do the job at X dinner shout out. Okay, job at X. Uh, great sponsor, great product, great company, great people. Um, second event in, the, in a row, they've taken us out to dinner. Um, yeah. So they must think we're pretty good, um, you know, pretty good company <laughs> for some reason. Driving um, leads. Your your yeah. wife joined us, so that definitely you know up the up the stock um, in value of bringing us to last dinner. But yeah. <laughs> Amit, Tim, Isabel, great peep. Shout out to all you guys. And they were taking video during dinner. So I'd like to know what the hell they're going to do with that video. <laughs> and I'm not convinced it wasn't black and white. I think it's going to look like <laughs> it's going to look like a sting video. Like it's going to. Yeah, well, I think we probably look better in black. Good and luck white. with the mileage on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are we done with shout outs? Yeah, let's do this, man. All right, let's do the show, man. Uh, all right, so TA Tech, dude, uh, start off with Deathmatch, start up with uh, Takeaways. What do you want to... Let's, wanna, let's talk wanna... about really quick what TA Tech is, because all of our listeners mm-hmm. might, may, maybe they haven't attended a TA Tech yet. So Fair enough. What, what, what's, your, what's your thought on how is TA Tech different from all the other conferences that are actually out there, and why why do we go in the first place? So I love, I love TA Tech for a couple reasons. Number one is... Uh, its ability, its ability to evolve. So it started as the IAEWS, which was the International Association of Employment Websites, job which boards. is a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, it was primarily a job board uh, conference. Yep. And a couple of years back, they changed it to TA Tech, seeing the the you know the waves of change coming. That yep. you know the job board industry it was much bigger than just that. So uh, I love the evolution of the show. It still is a, a big big pull for job boards and job sites, um, but it's also con- you know progressively becoming a sort of all encompassing tech show yeah. for HR. Um, so if you go to HR Tech. Those companies are there. The job gates with all the job board stuff, they're there as well. So it brings both of those together. So that's uh, that's one of my takeaways. Um, Weddle is a lifelong recruitment icon. Uh, so his value is immeasurable in terms of the industry, and, and he brings that to every show. Um, it's always a party, <laughs> which I think is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, those are sort of my takeaways um, from the show. I think if you are a vendor, um, even if if you're looking to you know find out what the vendors are doing, what are the hottest companies, uh, what are sort of the the old guard doing to to stay relevant and alive, um, this is a great show to attend. Yeah, yeah, and to be able to separate it from like an HR tech, I mean, there there are no background screening companies onboarding. I mean, it is talent yeah. acquisition focused, um, and that's the cool part about it. And I mean, it has evolved from just job boards to machine learning, AI, chatbots. I mean, all the things that we talk about on the podcast um, it, it is happening in a more intimate setting. And the beautiful part about it is they have this deal center kind of set up, so that when you're at HR tech. 
and you can't find a place to sit down and have a fucking conversation for God's sakes. These guys have actual breakout rooms ready so that you can sit down and you can have discussions and actually talk about deals and technology and so on and so forth. So it's a much more intimate setting. It's more focused. Yeah. And by the way, think of the heavy hitters they get to attend and present like Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, like a lot of shows don't get those people to like present and be there and, and network with with folks. So like Bogomil, I think the only speaking engagement he's ever had and he's left Google Hire, but the only one I can think of that he's really had uh, was TA Tech in Dublin. Yeah, it was I think one of the first. I mean, he might have, but it was there's no question. He, he definitely felt like he needed to be there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So if you haven't actually, if you haven't come to a TA Tech, definitely check it out. Um, we, we enjoyed, I mean, we go to a ton of different conferences, but, uh, definitely, um, it's one of the reasons why we wanted to partner with these guys, uh, to be able to, to get the word out about Chad and G's. Yep. They get it for sure. Yep. The venue, uh, was on mm-hmm. Bourbon street, which was freaking awesome. We were right next to the absinthe house. Absinthe house. Yeah. Uh, that was prime location. Um, we actually heard a presentation from Art Zeal, the, uh, CEO of Dice. Um, yeah. You know, personally, I thought it was really kind of somewhat high level and focused on retention, which is more HCM than TA Tech. So it was Mm -hmm. interesting, you know, why he would pick TA Tech to talk about human capital management, retention, that kind of stuff. Um, What did what were your takeaways from from his presentation? Uh, it was a total snoozer, dude. I was so mad I got up for it. Um, <laughs> it was just very vanilla. It wasn't anything about because um, I, I, I want to say the title was like surviving, um, surviving in an ever changing you know world or something. And I was I was I was expecting you know what Dice is doing to revive its brand and its business, um, its growth plans, advice for other job boards. Yada yada, and we've seen that with you know when we met when we met with Monster, it was like you know our stuff's kind of broken. Here's what we're doing to yeah. fix it, and you know this is why we think it's a great thing. And I was hoping that Dice would would give us something similar, um, but it was it was a total vanilla just sleep fest, and I was kind of mad that that we left, and then I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> that we went up to Art and said, hey, dude, let's do an interview. Yeah. And he sort of gave us the, oh, yeah, that sounds great. I'll be here all week. And I never saw him again. I think he I think he bounced right after he talked. Totally ducked out. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we'll we don't hold our breath, but let's try and get this cat on the podcast. And then we can talk about real, real shit, not just this kind of overview of of, of boringness. Yeah, Art. Art, the guy before you sat down with us, it's time for you to step up, <laughs> get on the line, tell us what's up at Dice, Q&A with Chad Cheese, let's, yeah, do, let's this. do this. God damn it. Yeah. Well, also, thanks to Shane Gray for stepping in last minute. Uh, we we all three actually had to step in because, unfortunately, Joel, uh, George LaRock uh, had a medical issue that popped up and we uh, ha- totally hacked up his presentation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, appreciate that. Is George okay? I guess I didn't know it was a medical thing. I thought it was something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I think he's. I think he's doing okay. I think okay. he's. Think he's going to make it. If you haven't heard our interview with George, go to our archives and check that out. That was a great interview that we had with him. That's good. What stuff. were your? Would you have any takeaways from that that session? Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, no question. I, I think, you know, the money is still pouring into the job board space, but there, there are reasons behind that. The, the big reasons are there there's a brand there. Um, there are huge candidate databases. So, I mean, there's data that you can work off of. Not to mention these these brands have revenue that are already flowing in, in relationships that they've already connected and, and, and have had for in some mm-hmm. cases, you know, for, for decades. So, yeah, why is money flowing into a dying kind of platform and that was you know some of the some of the job boards kind of got pissed off at us for saying that but uh but at the end of the day there's the opportunity to evolve out of this old kind of classified online bullshit and turn into something new and different with the with the data you have available so you know i see some some great opportunities for job boards to become something entirely different either through vc or partnership or whatever and we talk about it all the time on the pod um that was that was something that really did surprise me that that much money the the I don't want to say line share, but a very large portion of the dollars uh, that we're seeing in VC are going to the job board industry itself. Yeah, I think you know one of my sort of broad takeaways on the investment side is that it's becoming more global, right? We're seeing more money flow into French companies and German companies and Australian companies. And all of those markets are very unique in terms of where the job board uh, industry is and how healthy it is. So uh, one of the examples was uh, someone from Germany um, stood up and, you know, things are good and the job board industry, you know, so apparently in Germany, yes, life is very good for job boards. Um, I don't, as you don't have a real core competency in every single country outside of the U S and how their markets are, but certainly in, in certain places, it's better than it is in the States. So we, we tend to come from it as, as, sort of myopic in just North America. And it's great to go to a conference and get sort of multiple uh, opinions on that. And I think the money flowing into job boards primarily um, is on a global scale and people trying to, to gain market share. I mean, job boards, you know, for a- in Africa, for example, are super new. Um, so th- there's a lot of opportunity there that that is, you know, not in North America. Right. Yeah. I, I think you take a look at some of these in the, the different organizations like Stepstone. So Wolfgang was, was from Stepstone and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, so he was, he was talking about really, I mean, they built everything, everything from the ground up. They didn't partner to allow those Trojan horses to, to perspectively to, to happen within their actual system itself. So, you know, as we talk about partnership to be able to grow quicker, um, to be able to be more sustainable, possibly, um, it was interesting to get his take on, you know, we watched America, watched the U.S. and we watched mm-hmm. all this partnership, which was pretty much laden with the opportunity of a Trojan horse to pop up like indeed and really take your market share where they were pretty much, Hey, we're going to build everything and we're really not going to partner as much to, to be able to build core infrastructure. So that was, that was an interesting kind of a way to insulate yourself from the rest of the market to an extent until you can't move fast enough. That's the biggest issue. Yeah. I think you know, one of the questions was what are companies doing to, you know, sort of balance out or, yep. Uh, provide value to, to employers, and my answer was uh, most of them are building technology. Um, you know, monster with video or mobile or whatever it is. Like they're becoming technology yeah. companies. So if you are listening in another country, if you want to get ahead of the curve, uh, start thinking about new tech that you could be providing or building uh, for your audience you know, for for your long term health and sustainability. Yep. 
Yeah. So what about what about those resis? What would you think about those? The resis are awesome. Uh, <laughs> for those who don't know, re- recruiting, I don't know what it stands for, Service. but it's, it's an award ceremony. Yeah. And it started out, it started out almost as a red carpet event with tuxedos and, you know, gowns and stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it has devolved into cargo shorts and, you know, flip flops, but um, it's, it's a great event. And I think it mirrors the audience and demographic pretty well. Yes. Um, so a variety of awards. Um, I think you did a shred uh-huh. of sort of breaking down all the winners. Yep. So if you want to know the winners, you got to subscribe, uh, check out the shred, uh, either coming soon or it's already published by the time you listen to this. Um, but most notably you and I and our podcast, Woo-hoo! uh, was a nominee for best blog slash podcast. Yeah. Uh, there were four other or three other contestants or nominees, uh, and we won and that was great. So yeah, thank you to our listeners. Those who voted, we definitely begged enough, uh, to get enough people to, <laughs> to give us, give us some love, but I'm blown away. And, and, you know, when we started this thing, I thought a few, you know, dozen people might listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that we've been able to touch so many lives is pretty awesome, um, without getting too cheesy. So it's always nice to be, you know, get an award and be recognized, for the work you've done and the the popularity that you're you're enjoying. Yeah, and thanks for all the love and sarcasm on the socials out there people really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it was great. I mean, it was great. Uh it, it's it's kind of funny cuz you're talking about how it was like black tie and it's almost like, you know what? This industry really isn't it's more flip-flops and cargo shorts to to an extent. So, I think it was good that it did it's kind of finding where it should be this award, but man, it's a good-looking award. I mean, I've I've slept with it every night that i've had it it's been awesome i will add that there's only one trophy between the two of us so i'm not sure how we're going to juggle you already have one you're, you already have one you're fine <laughs> <laughs> i like two man come on dude i'm gonna peter if you're listening man give me a price on uh my own uh resi award so because because i know chad's never gonna let me see see the lot you know see a lot of day pictures it's okay i'll let you hold it when you're in the house i don't think i've even touched it i think you you grabbed that thing and <laughs> held it like a baby and probably did not let go from the time that you got the yeah, award no because it's it's got sharp edges and i don't want you to hurt yourself oh i appreciate that i appreciate yep, that yep so deathmatch let's talk about deathmatch deathmatch it was yeah okay so for those that don't know right so we did it. We did our show in Vegas at the last TA yep. Tech, and yep. it, it fell kind of flat. We don't know why. It's Vegas. People are hungover. Lunch happened. There was kind of a Debbie Downer at lunch, apparently. <laughs> and so we we powwowed and we said, "How do you know? How do we how do we do something that's going to get people out of bed, get them excited, get them engaged? Yeah, yada yada." So we used our firing squad. Or you know, Shark Tank is kind of a an example, and we got four startups in the space, uh, four relatively different businesses, I think, mm-hmm. um, and had them come on stage, fifteen minutes, two minute pitch, Q and A, um, and at the end, the judges uh, got together and and selected a winner. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> I think the the biggest piece was, you know, on on uh, firing squad. We we in some cases rip the the startup to shreds, and yeah. nobody was going to want to do that on stage, right? So we we were smart about it, and at least we thought we were. Uh, we took it down to fifteen minutes, so two minute pitch, fifteen and fifteen minute total with Q and A, and then the the net contestant came up. So four contestants canvas. 
Alio, Talk Push, and Uncommon, those guys did incredible. Um, it was funny because Max from Talk Push had boxing gloves and he had like this this Rocky Balboa kind of uh, apron that he had on. Yeah. <laughs> Tay got like this. He's from California, for God's sake. So he had this freaking like straw cowboy hat. Uh, They were throwing out uh, merch as they were going up. And I mean, we, you know, we were playing uh, Saliva's Ladies and Gentlemen before it started. So it was the the entire kind of production in itself was just to have fun, drink a mimosa, drink a Bloody Mary or come get some beer from us that Kyle provided. And uh, let's have a blast. And that's really what it was. And this was nine o'clock in the morning on the second day of a conference. Mm -hmm. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. And we filled the fucking, we, we, I mean, we pretty much, I'd say three quarters of the people were there. <laughs> and let's not forget uh, Amon Brar from Canvas serenading oh, the yeah. judges <laughs> after, after doing it. And also making it rain with Canvas stickers yeah, all yeah. through the, uh, the show. That was, that was awesome. So, yeah, to be able to listen, we're going to actually put all the deathmatch segments out there, 15 minute segments. We're going to put them out to this week and to next week. So, look for those to drop. Um, Canvas did end up winning. Uh, you'll have to wait to actually listen to all of the, uh, the pitches and the Q and a and all that other fun stuff, but they were all did an amazing job. And to be quite frank, I mean, to sit back and to listen to you guys fight it out on who was going to win was, uh, I think that was just as entertaining. Yeah. And I think we missed a really important shout out, uh, shout out to our, our co judges yep. uh, in deathmatch. So we had faith from college recruiter uh-huh. uh, and we had Deb from shaker, I guess now shaker, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, so it was great to have different perspectives. We had the agency perspective, the job board perspective, and then of course uh, we chimed in as necessary. But I didn't. I thought it was a home run. Um, we're definitely going to be doing it again. Oh yeah. Uh, in future shows, it was great. The feedback I got was fantastic. So uh, big ups on Deathmatch. Uh, it was a it was a great success and good job Canvas for yep. winning the first one. Yep. Yep. And, and great job to, to all the contestants. I'd say probably the next time we'll be doing this in Lisbon, Portugal. Um, but, uh, just to round out for, for TA tech, this yep. was a, an incredibly well put together show. Um, so again, Peter and Pete, just the logistics of all these moving parts and assholes like us to make sure that we have our shit together. Um, that was amazing. Everything. It just, it, it was incredibly smooth. All right, let's take a quick break and come back and talk SourceCon, Sirius, Pandora, and Slack. Sound okay. good? Yep. How many times has someone said to you, we're the Uber of, or it's the PayPal of, maybe they're the Facebook of, in many, many cases, these comparisons fall short of being close to reality or even a useful illustration of what organizations actually do. In the case of Job Ad X, our example is so accurate, so spot on, that it's synonymous with our work. Job Ad X is Google AdSense for jobs. That means we're an efficient, persistent, and smarter ad unit for job-related advertising. As the best ad tool in the industry, Job Ad X offers recruitment marketing agencies, RPOs, and staffing firms real-time dynamic bidding and delivery for client postings through the industry's first truly responsive tool. 
All this is done with the flexibility of Job Ad X's cost per impression, click or application. We offer unique budget conservation options to effectively eliminate spending waste. We are not set in regret. For direct clients, Job Ad X delivers superior candidates with the best of programmatic efficiency and premium page ad positioning. We also provide publishers and job boards higher rev share than other partners through our smarter programmatic platform. In many cases, 30 to 40% greater and more through our scalable model. To partner with us, you can visit or search jobadx.com or email us at joinus at jobadx.com to get estimates or begin working together. Job Ad X, the best ad tool providing smarter programmatic for your needs. Oh, you've been wondering why the British accent? Job Ad X has just launched in the UK too. All right. So, uh, quick word on SourceCon. Um, you weren't there. I was. I wasn't there for very long because I had TA mm-hmm. Tech, but I was there for about a day and a half. Saw the opening sessions, the main keynotes um, from day one and two. And these are my four takeaways from the conference. Are you ready? Bring it. Feel free to chime in. Okay. Number one, um, in mails suck apparently, <laughs> um, as well as does email. Um, there was a, there was an over overarching opinion that uh, LinkedIn's in-mail was very ineffective, um, which I think is a great segue in learning, you know, that Canvas, you know, won our death match. Text Recruit, we talk about a lot. Emissary, um, you know, texting is clearly how more and more companies and recruiters are connecting with with candidates and job seekers. So that was a, an underlying theme of uh, of the time that I was there. Uh, the second thing that was interesting to me is uh, VR or virtual reality might actually become a thing. Oh Jesus! Uh, stay with me here for a second. <laughs> um, Intuit. <laughs> there were two two uh, big wigs at Intuit that presented and. Into it, most people don't know as a mm-hmm. brand. They know some of their their brands, like there's a there's tax, whatever. There's there are brands that people know, and so when they recruit, it's hard for them to to like, you know, people don't know us. We're in the valley, you know. People want to work at brand names that they know. So anyway, they uh, sort of aggressively are using virtual reality at events, college recruiting, job fairs, etc. To showcase the company and you know people put on a headset get their phone whatever um and tour the company through vr uh so i thought that was kind of interesting you don't hear a lot about that um i'm not saying it's the next big thing but if more and more companies use vr to sort of brand themselves and create an experience uh that could be interesting uh oculus bought by uh facebook you know Uh now is a standalone sort of uh less expensive uh, product. We'll see how that does in, at Christmas time. Maybe it'll catch on. I don't know. But so <laughs> VR was a highlight from this presentation, and I found that interesting. SEO. What? Uh, continues to SEO, <laughs> not as like optimizing jobs, but optimizing like taking tools in SEO to build a recruiting strategy uh, was very interesting uh, piece of one of the keynotes. So what they, what they'll do is uh, let's say, uh, I don't know, PHP developer or something. Right. Right. So uh, they'll use tools like keyword tools, uh, you know, sites that will search, uh, you know, sourcing tools that will search uh, LinkedIn and other uh, products or other platforms like that. But so like what other things are people searching around PHP developer 
to find those people. And those might be sites that aren't, aren't, you know, uh, easily found by other keywords. So I, I just found that kind of interesting that SEO is sort of permeating the recruiting business. Uh, in that way. So research tools, really? I mean, they're, they're looking for research tools, uh, yeah, SEO yeah. research tools. Okay. Yep. So like keyword tools yeah. uh, were big. Um, I'll just, one that was definitely stood out. It was called keyword shitter. <laughs> um, so you put in, you put in a keyword and then it shits out related keyword uh-huh. terms. Um, so that was, that was memorable and, and kudos to the people who made that site. Cause it is memorable, uh, keyword <laughs> if you're interested in that. Um, the last takeaway from SourceCon was business is good. Um, similar to, you know, my takeaway from HR tech, mm-hmm. like the good times are rolling, man, money's being spent. Companies need people. They're willing to spend money. Right. And just as that was very evident at HR tech, it was very evident at SourceCon, a lot of people there. I think they said it was like seven fifty ish. You know, uh, registered attendees, which is great. So business is good, and that was one of my definite takeaways from uh, from SourceCon in Atlanta. So it's funny you talk about VR, and there's this Geico commercial that's out there now where this kid has this like VR headset on, and he's doing all this shit, and his dad's back, and he's talking to Flo. He's like, "What's happened to my kid?" <laughs> yes, I have seen that. Yes. Uh, and like drones come in. It's like a total technology dump. Yeah. On the kid, right? On the family. If I went to a, a job fair, I don't I wouldn't want to put on some headset that some other slimy, greasy headed bastard had put on to be able to take a, a walkthrough of your corporate offices. I mean, there's just to me it just seems so stupid. If you want to talk about brand and you want to talk about these different things, let's do that. Okay. But this just seems, it seems very second life and stupid. (laughs) Fair enough. But if you sit down with these two from Intuit, they're going to tell you that it was very successful. So I'd like to know what their measurement of success is and how that actually got them more individuals to become hired. It, It was success actually equates to outcomes. Yeah, I think it was brand awareness, um, mm-hmm. net root, net, uh, net promoter score. Um, for the, I don't know how to explain that exactly, but basically marketing score yeah. between like negative 100 yeah. and plus 100. Um, and I think they were able to take their net promoter score from negative 30 um, to plus like 60, I think. And they they gave credit to VR as part of the way that they were able to do that. And how sustainable is that? Let's go to every fucking job fair that's out there and let's see how many times we can get ahead into these things. I mean, it just, to me, scalability, none of this, seem, it seems like a, just a little blur lip in the oh look cool second life bullshit radar i just so what vr definitely has to hit it big for this to matter like super big like in every house there has to be a a headset that people are using to do whatever uh for this to really be a thing if it if it continues to just be like oh i went to this event and i put a headset on and i saw this company that was kind of cool that's very forgettable yeah um, but if it becomes a thing, then, you know, then it's a different ball game, but we're way away from VR becoming like every household is general, you know, using v- virtual reality to do stuff. Yeah. Agreed. But it could happen. Um, <laughs> serious, serious XM. Yes. Is it just serious or serious XM? Serious XM. It used to be XM and they merged. Yeah. Okay. So serious XM is, is now rumored to acquire Pandora. Yeah. This is one that you're hot on. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, so serious XM has an app. 
right now and it sucks um so this provides a much broader platform of content um which can become a part of the SiriusXM content ecosystem and i mean if you think about it i mean so the number one podcast serial which is now being you know sponsored by by zip um it's exclusively mm-hmm. on pandora or that's one of the things that they're actually pushing out there um content is huge and we've always talked about how content is king that's something we've talked about for over a decade this is a new look at content and content delivery systems and xm being in the car and having an app where they've tried to get you outside of the car to to continue to utilize their services and i think they've they've really failed so therefore being able to pull pandora in who has a very large free and paid listener base to start to try to incorporate their content with Pandora, Pandora's content and really create this ecosystem of cool shit to listen to. And and obviously, you know, start to drive revenues from it. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Pandora is a little known, um, particularly with recruiting advertising medium, that's really effective and cost um, cost effective as well. Um, I can remember a few stories about companies that were using Pandora to uh, let's talk about job fairs again. Yeah. They were pushing events uh, through Pandora, which is you know Pandora in t- in terms of targeting, it's almost just like Facebook and social media. You know what people listen to. You know their basic sort of information, um, their age. You know what kind of music they're listening to for targeting, you know, where they are because most Pandora listeners are on a mobile phone. Yep. You know, if you haven't looked at Pandora as an advertising option, you really should, whether it's recruiting or not. Um, so do you think, do you think that you'll need uh, a, one account for both Sirius and Pandora? Do you think Pandora will infiltrate cars that are using Sirius any guesses on what it, what this thing will look like? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because Sirius right now, I mean, they promote that they have all these channels that don't have advertising, right? Because it's paid for by the subscriber. Same thing that Pandora does. I mean, that's the exact same model from a music standpoint, right? Um, but being able to deliver different types of content, which Sirius XM is starting, I mean, has, has, has started to do, but not even close to the, uh, the amount that Pandora has. So I would, see, I would assume what they would be looking at is really a Sirius XM Pandora kind of a, a, a platform where you, you pay that, uh, that monthly fee like you do on Sirius and you get all of the content. So it really explodes the amount of content that you can listen to either in your car or on your mobile phone, wherever you're at. And that's the beautiful part. And by the way, you know, this only helps strengthen the podcast ecosystem. Um, so if you're thinking about a podcast or, or you are podcasting, and yeah. I don't know of many rec- you know employers that are having like a recruitment podcast or like life at company podcast, um, I think they will come eventually. Um, so this is this is definitely a move to strengthen, I think, just audio um, and how you connect with people in that fashion. Well, and uh, again, it, for us, it just makes a hell of a lot of sense because this again, this just demonstrates that podcasting and audio is exploding. And if you can transcribe that kind of in- information it can also be indexed by the Googles of the world. So, I mean, you can you can really win on all in all different areas um, because it's more portable. And by the way, ZipRecruiter, we're still, you know, we're still waiting for that uh, sponsorship. <laughs> from you guys. Um, all right. Let's talk Slack. Slack. They've acquired Astro. 
the dog from uh, the Jetsons. <laughs> Astro is an email service. I don't know much about it. Yeah. Um, so what, what's interesting here, um, like Slack is literally killing email. Like they're literally like, you know, f- figuratively ending it because companies are using Slack more. Uh, mm-hmm. Many companies use Slack more than email. Right. But now they're literally acquiring email companies and then shutting them down, which is what they did here. But there's a little more to it than that. Yeah, I don't see them shutting this down. I think them actually. Well, I, here, here's my here's my kind of long term vision for this is that um, Slack will start to gray what email is versus messaging and texting overall. And there's going to be a platform, which is Slack, in which you can do this in a very simple manner. So you can pipe all your emails, all your messaging, all your texting, everything into Slack. It all boils down to one thing. It's all communication. So why do I have to go to my email for this type of communication, my my phone for texting or messaging or Facebook or whatever it is? Why can't I have a single platform pull all of my messaging, my communication together, I think this is just, you know, looking at Astro and what it's doing. That's what I think Slack is trying to go toward. Yeah, there was a a writer, uh, The Verge covered this and uh, the author, I think, summed it up for me pretty nicely. He said, quote, the fact that Slack is shutting down Astro's app uh, makes it pretty clear where this acquisition is going. Mm-hmm. It seems less like Slack plans to launch an email app of its own and more like Slack plans to include ways to work with your email inside of its chat app. Uh, that could include basic email management, but the real key would be features that let you collaborate on email. So using that chat thread instead of a reply all chain for internal messages or directing a customer uh, support message to the correct Slack channel to be answered right there. Yeah. Well, think, think of this too, just from a messaging standpoint and also um, being able to really rip all that, that data and content into Slack if companies aren't like integrated with uh, Salesforce and all of their emails going into Salesforce in a database and logging all of that, this is perfect for Slack to be able to start taking over there. Mm -hmm. Or scare the hell out of organizations like Microsoft. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And last but not least, last but not least, here's the message to all the companies providing apps into Slack. You're in a test bed. That's really where you're at. Um, so if your app gains enough traction, I mean, there's a good there's a good opportunity that you could become acquired, especially if you're aligned with uh, with uh, Slack's roadmap. Amen. We out. We out. Happy birthday to my daughter, Stella, who celebrated number nine this past weekend and in her honor, outro by Estella. Stella! Hi, this is Stella Cheeseman. Thanks for listening to the Cheese and Chad podcast, or at least that's what I call it. Anyway, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, that silly Android phone thingy, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to give Bucket some money to our sponsors. Otherwise, I may be forced to take that coal mining job I saw on Monster.com. We out. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, 
tips and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.